If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. For all new and current subscribers, welcome back to Resilient Love. Resilient is being able to overcome difficult situations. This podcast is about love, love tips on life, and how to level up in your business. Let's get started on the journey. What's going on, everybody? No, I'm not Quentin. No, I'm not Brianna. I'm Leandra, and it's a pleasure to have you here on Resilient Love. They have allowed me to sit in and talk about some tips, strategies, proactivity, methods to make sure that you're living your best life in your business. Just to give you a little bit of information about me, I am Leandra. I am a professional musician, uh, a music school owner, business owner, and an overall pretty darn awesome girl. 24 years old, uh, born and raised in Kinston, North Carolina, now living in Durham, North Carolina. And um, I have had the pleasure of watching my business grow from just myself and 20 students all the way up to a full-grown school with uh, staff. And we're at about 90 to 95% capacity right now, which is awesome. Uh, And this all has happened within the first two years of this even existing. So this is dope. So I'm here to share some wisdom and some tools that have helped me along the way to make sure you live your best life while running your business. Or maybe if you're not even running your business full time yet, we're going to get you started on taking the steps that it takes to get there. Now, I'm not, (laughs) I try not to be a very cliche person. You know, I am very... Um, I try to be as, as non-facetious as possible, but a lot of things that you probably have heard in all the self-help books and all the motivational videos, all the conferences, you know, if I touch on it, I touch on it. If I don't, then just know it, it doesn't really mean anything here or there. But anyway, let's go ahead and get started. So this part is for people who may be working a full nine to five, people who may be uh, starting out on their business and just don't know where to go. Uh, let's, let's give you some direction. So just to give you a little background, when I first started my school, I started it because of finding out the hard way that there was no one who had my best interests better than I could. You know, I was very naive to feel and believe that people that I worked for really cared about my well-being as much as I did. Uh, So that inspired me or gave me the courage uh, 
to go ahead and start my business, which has grown and flourished and God has blessed it. Um, But you have to find something that is your why. And that is what's going to motivate you whenever you first get this thing started and you're terrified to where you're a year and a half in and things don't look like what you want them to look like and you just feel like giving up. That why is the thing that will keep you going. For me, my why is in the midst of some of my hardest and worst points of my life. I got to see students, children, adults, regardless, coming through my doors and be excited to learn and growing and maturing and the thing that I had lost my love for. And I think that was the real why to see them be better to know that my words my strategies my methods all those things are impacting people that is my why I want to make impact um that's always been my type that's always been my feel so you have to figure out what your why is I don't know if your why is you love making awesome jewelry or you love doing hair or you love doing but you have to love it and you have to find some type of fulfillment from it in order for that to carry your why to carry you through the other parts of this journey, which are highs and lows. So after you find your why, now we got to create a plan. You know, uh, the plan, any plan has a beginning point and an ending. While we can work our way and create, you know, our own ideas of what should happen in between, we fully cannot predict that because we can't predict the stock market crashing or we can't predict you know how many people are going to walk through the door and you know you'll make a sale with we can't predict all that but we do know that there are some actions that we can take to improve that consistency but in, before we get into all that let's just talk about getting things started let's just get things so to make your plan you first got to know where do you want to end up where do you see yourself Where do you want this business at its peak to take you? It could be you on the beach, you know, with your family and your friends, you guys traveling together. It could mean more time with your family or it could mean just more peace of mind about income in your household. Whatever that looks like for you, you know, it can be all those things. It can be other things that I didn't say. But whatever you decide it to be, that is the end point. That is your goal. When people make the saying, begin with the end in mind, that's what they mean. No matter what I say or what I do, everything that I say and do has to put me in alignment with where I want to be. And if I'm not doing that, then I'm not serving the true purpose of what I've created this business for, you know? Because I don't know anybody who's going to go and make an LLC and pay $200 a year and have to pay self-employment tax and go through all these things and pay estimated taxes and go through all these jumps and hurdles for something they don't love. So you got to figure out where you want to end up. That's number one. Number two, figure out where you are. Know where you're starting. You know, when I started uh, my music school, Journey Music Academy, at the time it was Leander's Music Studio when I first started it. And it was just me teaching uh, 10, 20 students on the side and working at other places, which I won't name, but working at other places and 
you know, I jumped. I ended up jumping. I saved enough money to be able to kind of sustain myself if anything crazy were to happen. And I put in my notice and I was done. Um, So you don't have to have all the money and all the things to get started. You can start your business where you are and grow. And that's how you should do it. Please don't go into debt. Debt is one of the biggest killers. Death and debt and taxes are two of the biggest killers of any business. So if at any point you can avoid going into debt to sustain your business, please don't. It's not needed. And so you want to make sure that you're focusing on starting where you are, being grateful and being content where you are, and then working your way to your end goal. So after you figure out where you've ended and where you're beginning, you need to create goals. Number three, goals that will help align you and prepare you for that end result. Okay, this is all very easy. Number one, figure out where you're ending. Number two, figure out where you're beginning. Number three, let's mark it or let's 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 mark our plan for what's going to happen in between. So I knew that with Leander's music studio at the time, I knew that I was capable of teaching students. I, I sat down. I did the numbers on how many slots I had available. When did I want to work? You know, how often did I want to work? Um, how much would X, Y, and Z cost? I sat down and I counted the costs and I planned purposefully. So that way I could understand what would be required for me to render the services that we offer now. And so, do your homework. If Especially if you're a product-based business and you have to rely off of distributors and things like that. You need to really do your homework And make sure that you understand how much each product is costing you. And then price yourself to be able to adequately make a decent profit percentage off of each item that you sell. Service-based businesses, I feel like, have it a bit easier. And this is just me and my biased opinion. Because I am a service-based business We have it easier than product-based businesses because not only do we have to pay people to sell our product, or not only do we ourselves have to sell the product, but we have to make the product, we have to box it, we have to make sure that we deal with shipping. For those of us that deal with countrywide, you know, sales, there's so much that goes into a product-based, you know, business that service businesses do not have to deal with. So... You want to make sure that you're counting the cost, regardless of what type of business you have, product, service, or whatever. Count the cost and make sure that what you are offering is worth what it's worth. Um, So after you do that, uh, you mark out your logistics. How how often do you want to work? All this good stuff. You get all that stuff. Get your plans together about what you want your your, um, schedule to look like. Going back to Leander's Music Studio, I knew I wanted to teach from 11 to 7, I think I remember, Monday through Friday and 9 to 3 on Saturday. Um, By the time I think about six or seven months went by after a lot of marketing and a lot of, you know, great referrals from people who loved working with me, we maxed out at about 50 to 60 students. And at that point, we were making a lot of money, but there were a couple of problems. Problem number one, 
was that I undermarketed myself. I underpriced myself. And because I underpriced myself, I wasn't getting paid what the services were worth. Okay? So if there's one piece of advice that I can give you from the jump, make sure that you are doing your homework as well, not only on profit margins and all that stuff, but know what your market value is. How much is the product or the service that you're selling going for in your area or in other distinct districts and areas if you're serving more than one area? Okay, that's one of the biggest mistakes I made was underpricing myself and I had to pay for it. We lost clients when I upped my prices. We went from $75 a month to $120 a month, which is the market value here. So you end up hurting yourself in the long run when you don't make your your business, you know, when you don't make yourself, make people, when you don't make people pay what you're worth. Because you're worth it. I don't care if you're starting this out or whatever, but you're worth it. Now, I wouldn't go off and just make myself top value if I don't have the experience and stuff necessary to be able to price myself at that point. But you're worth more than I probably would gather that you're giving yourself now. So raise your prices. Problem number two was that I had 60 students. Think about that. If we were just doing 30 minute lessons, that's 30 hours a week. Of saying nothing but students. 30 hours. Think about that. I was overwhelmed. I was exhausted. I was tired. And this is apart from me being a wife and a mom and being active in my church and other organizations and things like that. That's apart from that. 30 week, 30 hours a week. Yeah, I was making a lot of money, but I didn't even really see it you know so when it becomes to the point to where what you love starts to frustrate you and you just don't have the space to really enjoy your life that's when it's time to expand so now I'm talking to the people who have started their business and it's going well but you're finding lack of fulfillment or lack of motivation due to your workload so I'm about to tell you something that you may be afraid to do, but you're going to have to do it if you want your business to survive. If you don't want your business to survive, if you want it to die, just completely disregard me. Turn this off right now and pretend like we never talked. But if you want your business to grow and go to the next level, you're going to have to do this. You ready? Are you sure? Okay. You need to hire staff. And I know that's scary. Thinking that little me, I have to hire staff. Yes, big old you, you need to hire staff. You're growing. Your business is expanding. And one of the biggest mistakes that I made with hiring is this. And please hear my heart and hear me good. No one will ever care for your business more than you do. So stop setting yourself up to unrealistic expectations Thinking that everyone that you bring in is going to be pulling their weight and loving this business and caring and nurturing this business. This is your baby. This is not their baby. They're just there for the check. Yes, they may be passionate about, about what you are having them to do. But all in all, they're just there for the check. They did not put blood, sweat, and tears on this. They're not. Their butt isn't on the line if this doesn't work out. It's, it's your butt that's on the line. 
So stop expecting people that you hire. Dismiss that immediately if you are having those thoughts. No one will ever care about your business more than you do. And it's up to you to make sure that your business is not sinking. It's not their it's not their problem. That's your problem. That's your job. You're the one with the torch leading this whole operation. So you got to have some direction. So, hire people. No, I'm not telling you to hire 20 people, just hire one person. Start easy if you need to do some part-time, you know, logistics. Please make sure that in your jurisdiction you're checking out all the employment regulations and things for your specific state county and all that country and all that stuff um but you need to get some help so in january i made my first two or three hires and you know things trickled along things went good it was up and down up and down and you know with raising your prices and and offering these new great instruments and this and that the third you start to grow and you expand and you develop and you turn into a space where not only are you teaching and you get to enjoy freedom in your schedule again or whatever that looks like for you. I'm just speaking from my perspective. You get to enjoy more freedom in your schedule doing whatever you do, whether it's hair appointments or, um, you know, manning the store or whatever. But now you have other avenues for money to come in because you're expanding your reach. But now here's another thing that happened. After I hired some people, I found that one of my people wasn't the most ideal for the team. It was a mistake that I made and not looking at something I felt like I should have looked at more closely. And so I had to fire that individual and that did not, that was not fun, but that happened. So please make sure that every hire that you're being intentional. And I know hiring sounds like such a scary thing for you, but I guarantee you, Christy Wright said this, and it's so brilliant. She said, the first hire is the first scariest thing you'll ever do. And the second hire is the second scariest thing. The third hire is the third scariest and so on and so forth. And that is so true. When I tell you I was terrified of hiring someone, I was terrified. But you have to know when when it's time to let go, to hold on to your business and so that brings me to my last point which is the final phase that I'm in now you know I ended up eventually giving away all my students which honestly for me sucked because I love love when I tell you I love our students I treat them like they're my children I love 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 our students they're awesome but I was getting in the way of my own business growing and expanding because between the costs to cover and take care of things for them and all that it would have been cheaper for me to um have someone else deal with them that I trusted that I knew could take them on the path that I was getting ready to take them on than it was for me to continue and struggle and scrimp and you know my business start to sink because of my decisions So, with that said, you have to know when it's time to let go of your business. And when I say let go, I don't mean that you just step away from it and that's your business is running itself. There's several things we need to do before we even get remotely to that point. I personally am not even really there yet. I'm on my way there. I'm almost there, but I'm not there yet. 
Um, but you want to make sure that you're able to let things go by making sure that you are getting out of the way of your business succeeding because we always feel like because we're the business owners, you know, and we're taking the slack if anything happens. And yes, it's on us if it happens and you know, this is our baby and so many great things are happening, yada yada yada. Yes, it's amazing. But it's also that always comes a time where you have to step back and let go because people can't keep depending on you and seeing your face to make sure stuff gets done. That's not a growing business. That's you becoming a slave to your business. And that's not fair to you. That's not why you started this. You started this business with the idea of financial or personal freedom in mind. Freedom of time. You know? And you doing that to yourself is putting yourself right back in the same situation. Except it's under your name. And that's not what you signed up for. So for my for my beginning business owners out there, make sure you have your plan ready, get it going, get it started. Don't be afraid to dream no matter how scary it looks. No matter how crazy it looks, make sure you get out there and you dream. For my people who are, you know, in it and they're just frustrated, don't know how to grow, don't know how to expand. If you find that your workload is becoming too unbearable then it's time to pass some things on and delegate to someone new and there's so much wisdom I can share on this if you guys need me for any reason you know I'll give you my social social media handles in a moment but for those of you that are running your business it's going well it's expanding you know all the great things are happening I'm so happy for you and I'm excited for you but now you have to start to find ways to take a step back So people are not as reliant on you and seeing your face in the business. That's the only way that you'll be able to start to accomplish that financial freedom that you've been hoping for. Okay, so I'm going to give you a few book recommendations for those of you that are in the beginning stages of your business. And, you know, you haven't picked out the right uh, business stuff or you're really just trying to figure out how to do this. Christy Wright has an amazing book called Business Boutique. It was actually the very first book I read before or while I was starting Leandra's music studio that really kicked my butt in gear to get it going. So Christy Wright's Business Boutique is one of the best books I can ever recommend a starter and entrepreneur who's just getting out there, just doing their thing. If you're getting started and you are trying to figure out your bearings, and you're trying to figure out how to grow your business, and you're just trying to figure out how to make things work, there's a book called um, Clockwork by Mike Michalowicz that I'm going to really recommend you. Uh, I've, I've read a lot of Mike Michalowicz's books, and they are just phenomenal. They are life-changing. The, the perspective that he has on growing a business that, you're able to step away from really both people that are expanding as well as people that are getting ready to take a step back need to read clockwork that teaches you how to run your business like clockwork to where you have systems in place that allow for you to step away from your business and the business still run you're not having to be there all the time to press press the button but it's always happening now for you out there who are at the stage where things are growing and expanding, things are going great, 
and maybe you're having a few issues with like your profits and you're having a few issue issues with you know how to stay in the black or what should I do with my money how do I do this there's a book by Mike Michalowicz same person that I want you to read called profit first I am knee deep in the middle almost done with reading profit first and it is phenomenal it has changed the way that I have done my finances and I'm fully confident in saying that 2020 is going to be my best year financially because of this book it's that serious so please make sure you go get these three books for you guys I hope you guys are doing well if you need me for anything if you need advice if you need help you can reach me on social media Instagram is at queen of the keys or at journey music academy NC you can reach me on Facebook Leandra D Williams or my artist page Leandra D McFadder or if you wanted to contact me personally my email is Leandra L-E-A-N-D-R-A McFadder M-C-P-H-A-T-T-E-R at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for hanging with me on Resilient Love. And I can't wait to see how your business grows in 2020. Let's get it going, y'all. Let's do it. Do it scared. Do it happy. But let's just do it. I'll see you guys around. Thanks so much for listening to Resilient Love Podcast. We wanted to take this opportunity to also let you know that you can help us by committing to a monthly fee of $0.99, or $9.99. Those contributions help us to keep this movement of resilient love going. Blessings to all listeners and subscribers. Thank you all. Resilient Love.